The Giddy Up Bag of Tips for Oz Equipment Rentals. Supplying equipment to the construction, mining and roadworks industries. OzEquipment.com. Well, welcome back. It's time for Bag of Tips. Thanks to Oz Equipment Rentals. Look them up at ozequipment.com. And the mighty ultimate hotel. It's the best pub in the heart of the Mallee. All our wagering today brought to you by Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. What's gambling really costing you for free and confidential support? Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Uh, Mitch Lewis, th- this this kid is on absolute fire. My little protege, Mitchie Lewis. Hello, buddy. Hello, mate. How are you today? Good. Double shift today, is that the go? Or? So I, I have got, uh, yeah, the double shift, 8 till 11, 1 till 6. <laughs> so I feel sorry for the listeners today. I do. <laughs> I feel sorry if you don't find a few winners. It'll flatten out pretty quick between you and Tags. Well, it, it certainly will. Now, mate, I, I sat doing form yesterday morning uh, and I've gone through um, Strathalban and Sandown, of course, um, your neck of the woods. It, it's pretty tough today. Strathalban, very, very hot there as well. Um, I know that there were some people maybe holding some horses. It's going to be 35 or 36 in Strath today, I think. And Sandown looks as tough as old boots. Yeah, I think so. Like, hot at both tracks. You know, I'm, I'm anticipating it would pay to be a leader at both tracks today. If anyone can find them, I think it'll be you. Uh, I did get, and what, just before I get stuck into it, I actually had an email, and you don't know where this is going yet, but I had an email during the week from someone from a paper asking me to quote, asking me to quote how well Mitch Lewis was going. Well, they said, I want a quote for uh, on Mitch Lewis. So writing an article about you. And uh, I gave you the yeah. biggest pump up you've ever heard in your life. So I need a winner from you today, my friend. Can we start at Sandown? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard the rumour about this article. And it, uh, my cricket fine, I think, is going to be massive. Oh, yeah, anyway, you're, you're, in big, you're in big trouble. Big trouble. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. Right, where are we starting oh, at okay. Sandown, my friend? Winners. Race four, number seven, Outback Miss. I think she's a filly with some very good talent. <laughs> I, t- I spoke to Jacko. I said, I'm only having one bet today, and this is it. You <laughs> wouldn't read about good. it. So I thought she showed very good talent in her first prep. I thought the trials to resuming here have been very good. Barrier four is a tick. Celine Gondra in the saddle takes a bit of weight off. I think it's a, it's a very good kickoff point for Outback Miss. I think she's a horse that can progress through her grades, and this is a benchmark 64 I think Osmar is the only one that's the real danger, in my opinion. I think Osmar hit the line nicely at Mooney Valley, but I'm anticipating this is going to be leaders, and I think Outback Miss will sit in a very good position, and I think she's my best bet there at Sandown. She should get the job done. Um, I couldn't agree with you more, my friend. Um, only thing is maybe the heat. I know that the horse maybe had some breathing issues, as Jacko and I were discussing earlier this morning. So um, bad luck. Um, we just don't need any of that. Where else are we going there at Sandown? Race five, number four, is my other one, the real thing. So I really like what this horse did last start here at Sandown over the 1,400 metres. He's up to the 1,600 metres. I think that's ideal. We've seen him go over the 1,600 metres once, and he was four lengths off him in the Group 2 Sandown Guineas. So you know he can get the trip. I think it sets up nicely for him. I think the speed map sets up nicely for him as well. I've got Obedience and Yosemite Falls putting a bit of tempo into the race, and I think from Barrier 7 he can sit off that. And I think it, it, 1,600 metres looks ideal here now. Uh, yep. Number four in race number five. Where are we going to? Do you want to have a chat about Strathalban? Or have you got more yeah, value at Sandown? I no, I had another one at Sandown that we lost to the scratchings this morning. So uh, two there and two at Strath today. All right. Where are we going at Strath? Oh. You there? Oh, you there? Yep. yep. Where are we no, going I at Strath, buddy? 
Uh, race three, number 13, uh, Lunessa. This is my value play of the day. So I'm willing to risk the favourite real whiskey. He's drawn a horrible barrier and he's going to need to do a lot of work early to find a position. And I think on a hot day at Strath, that's not going to be ideal. So Lunessa lands in a good position from barrier one. Uh, she had to do a lot of work last start from a wide barrier here at Strath and still managed to run into second. So I think it sets up nicely for her. She's floating around the each way price, and I think that's about right. I, I like her better value than I do for real whiskey, just purely on a race map perspective for her. Bang on. Um, did you have a look at race? If you, if you say you're with number two in race seven, I'll, I'll nearly flip. No. So I race seven, number one, done my glass. Oh. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I think this horse has returned pretty handy. He hasn't been very well suited in his two runs at Morvettville, and this is much, much easier. I think the race map is very simple. The jockey, Taylor Hutchison, it's her first ride uh, racing day. This will be her second career ride. Um, I think from barrier two, you know, Tags talks about it. They don't have to do very much when horses like to lead, and she's just not going to have to think about it. She can find the rail. Now, um, I did a little bit of research into her, and I think they think she's quite talented, so I've got enough confidence that I'm going to back her in. $2 is short enough. Um, I'd be hoping for something 220 plus. I said... I said 250 to 280 yesterday on the midweek masterclass, and that got snuffled up pretty quick. So if I'm getting about 220, I'm keen to play Dunma Glass. But no, Captain Julian, I think you'll be keen with is, is a threat, in my opinion. You check your messages, my friend. Appreciate your tips this morning. Go and have a look and, uh, and send me a text back. But uh, appreciate your time this morning, Mitchie. Sounds good, mate. You have a good day. I'll be tuning in, and good luck. Mitch Lewis here from Form Guide Breakdowns. He's on fire at the moment. Speaking of guns, we go to another one in Dean Watling from deanwatling.com. Good morning to you, Dino. Morning, Milo, mate. You're in the, in the studio. I'm in the in the bedroom while Gareth's overseas lapping life up, isn't he? You're in the bedroom? Well, good morning to you, Dean. <laughs> yeah. Hello. The home office. I think. <laughs> oh, home office. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, Gareth, I'll quit myself. <laughs> you didn't even need me to do it. Hey, can we talk about Hawkesbury today? Um, yes. Tough enough little card. Oh, I thought the whole day's reasonably tough. Yeah, it is. I think the wet track makes it even tougher. Heavy nine there, Hawkesbury. Rousing the true. I expect those inside lanes to really chop out. They should get to the outside fence. I think draws and barriers and race fitness is key today. If you sort of want to land off rails and be able to get to that outside fence. But I agree with you, Molly. Tricky enough day around the ground. What do you, where do you want to start? Um, I thought race number three, horse number three, Sandastasia, had her foot on the till, ready to go again. Uh, she was impressive two starts back before probably setting her too um, fast speed last start and sort of just compounded late. But the race overall rated really, really well. She gets the blinkers on. She's got the race fitness against the second favourite, Reigning King, who's first up. So ticked a lot of boxes, uh, boxes sorry, for me today and should land off rails in runs. So that's all the ingredients, I think, you need to win. So I thought race three, number three, Santa Stasia was the best bet of the day. Albeit short enough, heavy nine, dollar eighty around that mark. Um, but that's probably the best for me today, uh, Milo. Um, I know you're about to call me Gareth. Uh, we would have hung up on you. Uh, look, we go to race seven, number three, the Hawkesbury. This horse always carries a little bit of weight in regards to the breeding, but this looks like it may have found its race. Yeah, I think so too. SV last start suggested a win and the troll did too. I don't know what happened. I think the sit and sprint style maybe didn't suit the horse. Nash jumps on, gate six. The only slight query is that um, the horse is a big, gross type, so maybe the wet track doesn't suit. That's the unknown today, um, but did win first up on debut on a heavy track. So maybe that's what caused it to sort of jar up first up the good track. 
Um, I do concede Star May is probably the danger. Comes off a really good last start win, and Bjorn Bates is absolutely flying. Um, so I think it's a two-horse race, which the market suggests too. But the Hawkshire should be winning. I think it's a Saturday-class horse and should progress to the grades. Um, so, yeah, it, it looks well enough found there today, though. The other one I want to talk about is linebacker in the first. Yep, this is uh, a little bit annoying. Obviously, was keen on this horse on debut. Got the good price, heavily backed and scratched at the gates. That just gives the bookies the leg up here. And the horse has come up $1.75. I think it's a really, really nice horse. Well and truly above average. I think it's really well bred. John O'Shea went out and bought the half at the sales recently because he likes his type. Trial super. Obviously, every track on debut is not ideal. Um, do you want to try another price? I'm not sure. Maybe one to add to the multi-legs, but I think linebacker's a really smart horse in the making. Dollar eighty-five fix with Bet365 at the moment. And um, look, uh, sort of, yeah, I'd, I'd, even money I'd be in. Yeah, I think you make a good point. I couldn't probably chime in. I doubt it starts any shorter. I think in the heavy nine, that will scare the big punters away. Maybe they'll stick to the race fit instead of the two and the three. Uh, that could be their theme throughout the day. But it's always hard to chime in. It's one of my big rules not to back day, debutantes on debut um, <laughs> and a heavy truck. I love that from you, debutante on debut. Hey, Dino, we'll chat to you for trial time in a little while. <laughs> Dean Watling from DeanWatling.com. A debutant on debut. Uh, Mickey Gannon. Hello to you, my friend. Hey, man. Hey, uh, let's talk Hawkesbury. Uh, what do you like? Yeah, it's nice and uh, nice and wet out there. Heavy eight. Might get a bit of an upgrade to top seven, but I think Hawkesbury race piece number two, Owen County, a horse that had the blinkers come off last start. Now uh, gets to a rain-affected track, which is absolutely perfect for it. Has a really good record. And that set up looks very hard to beat. You're getting around $2.80. That's a pretty fair. Uh, play race six, number two, Owen County. And then we'll go to the last horse by the name of Sailor. We contested a uh, benchmark 88 on a heavy track, ran second uh, last, uh, would have been in the autumn uh, at this setup. And now gets to benchmark 64, three ceiling claim, $5. Good price, good mileage. Race eight, number one, Sailor. Do you share the thoughts uh, with Dino in regards to linebacker in the first? Around the dollar eighty five, yeah. you could back it even money, but it might be too short for a debutant on debut. Oh, that's horse for sure. He's just got a bit of a graveyard sometimes, horse, especially on a, on a heavy track. So you just got to make, you just got to be careful. Milo, if it was a soft six or soft five, it'd be a good thing. Uh, Santasia sort of fits the same profile. They're both the best horses. They're both should be winning the race. There's just a lot can go wrong on these setups. What about the Hawkesbury? Uh, leave me out. Yeah, it's one of the best bred horses in the country. This thing. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Um, no. If I had to choose one, it would be, it'd be Fantasia of the shorty uh, because it's proven and it's rock hard fit and a serious rival there for us up today. So Fantasia would be the best of the shorties for sure. Anything a little wider for us or just, nah. just short, sharp and shiny from the Gano today? Short, sharp and shiny. And uh, there's always another day to bet and we'll, we'll, be, back, we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, bigger, better, stronger. Hey, I like it, mate. We'll chat soon. Legend. Thanks, mate. Thanks. Mick, Mickey Gannon there from the great tip-off. Go and give him a follow. Uh, short, sharp and shiny seems to be the day. That's why we asked the question on some of these shorties. This is Giddy Up and the bag of tips. Thanks to Oz Equipment Rentals. Look them up at ozequipment.com and the mighty Ultima Hotel in the heart of the Mallee. All of our wagering is thanks to Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. What are you really gambling with? For free confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. SEN Talk. I really want to hear from you. I want to get a few through if you can. Uh, and feel free to jump on the app, push the talk button on the top right of the screen and leave me a message, comment, question, anything or your best bet of the day. And the best one of those that comes through, I'll give you 18 holes of golf 
uh, for you and a mate with a cart at Club Mandalay. Visit clubmandalay.com.au. More bagger tips on the other side of this. Welcome back. Bag of tips, all thanks to Oz Equipment Rentals. Look them up as OZ at ozequipment.com and the mighty Ultima Hotel, the best pub in the Mallee. Miles Fitzner in the chair for Gareth Hall. Just for one day, he's off to Saudi Arabia. All the way during today, thanks to Bet365. Gamble responsibly. One of the great men. Uh, I miss chatting to him. He's a superstar. I speak to Darren Carroll to talk Bendigo Harness. Hello to you again, Darren. Morning, Miles. Good to uh, talk to you again. And uh, Gareth gets all the big gigs and um, we do all the work. Is that yep. how it works? That's exactly right, mate. Sellies fill all holes. That's all I do. <laughs> it's just fill the gaps and he does the junkets. Hey, um, 10 race card there at Bendigo starting at quarter to six tonight. Yeah, good race card. Um, yeah, pretty tricky, but I um, found a couple of races that I'm keen on. Start off race seven, number 10, Creatable. Um, trained by Laura Wilson, who does a good job with the trotters. Uh, it's only had the four starts, but one its last two. It just looks to be really well graded on the rating system. It's just found a suitable race because it's a race that for horses have only won two races, and it's one of those, and it's uh, the most highly assessed horse in the race. It just looks really well placed. It's adaptable. Um, she'll put it on speed when it needs to be. So, yeah, I think it's a really good chance. So race seven, number 10. Currently at 2.20, Darren, with bet 3.65. Yeah, that's about the right price. Yep. Um, so the other one I like is race nine, number seven. Is that a bid? Um, just looks to be really well graded here. Um, this is over the longer trip of 2,650 metres, which is pretty rare for trotters. Um, but it's got good stand start manners. There's only seven in it. The most important thing is it tacks onto the main pack, or at least it doesn't keep chasing. Um, it's only had one trial um, and then ran the Cranbourne Cup, and that was off a one-year break. But if you go back and have a look at its class, um, Miles, it did. Uh, its last time it won, it beat a horse called Tornado Valley, which is... Uh, horse of the year type horse. So um, just looks really, really well graded here. Fitter and uh, quite like it. So, yeah, the two, race nine, number seven. What price is it at the moment? Uh, it's $2.40, so two twenty and two forty. And I like those odds. I like those odds. I'll eat them all day. Hey, uh, right as we speak, two into $2.30, so I better jump on quick. Darren, appreciate your time as always on this show. We'll chat again soon, my friend. Have a good day, Miles. Bye. Darren Carroll there for a look at Bendigo Harness. We go across the ditch to talk about Puka Koei. Who better to chat to than Butch Castles? Hello to you, Butch. G'day, Miles. How you going? Where's old mate? He's having the day off again, is he? Old, old mate's gone to Saudi Arabia, Butch. Oh, stop it. He, 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 <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you want to pull it up. He has gone to Saudi Arabia to cover Ollie's that? one ride. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> that, that's got to be the prize for the best junket that I've heard of for a long time. It's astonishing, isn't it? It, it is, honestly, it's not like, has Ollie got a full book, Jacko? He's got one ride, doesn't he? One ride. It, it's, it'd be the furthest anyone's ever travelled to cover one ride, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. well, without question in the history of the game, I would have thought. But if anyone could do it, our man Gareth can. Oh, mate, he's the king. He's the absolute king of the junket. He loved New Zealand. He was in Saudi Arabia. He'll be in Hong Kong. You watch the Kentucky Derby be on. Ascot, he did as yeah. well. He's a genius. <laughs> he's but an anyway, actual genius. We'll just battle away and do our best, I suppose, shall we? Yeah, we will. What have you got for us? We've got an eight-race card there at Pukekohe. Can we shop early? Are we shopping later? They look like they get a little bit tougher as the day goes on. 
I thought we go to race two to start with number six first innings. Look, it was a really good run in Stakes Company two starts ago. Last time it just missed uh, over the 2,100 metres. Gets the same trip today. Owen Patrick Blossom jumps into the saddle and I think the slightly raced son of Contributor can get the job done on an each-way price, 3.21.55. So race two, number six, first innings. Then we'll go to race six, one that should have won a race by now, in my opinion, is number 11, Tempest, out of the O'Sullivan Scott Stable. Uh, look, it's run second three times in a row. The fourth last time was uh, OK as well and what was, I thought, a stronger field than this behind uh, the likes of Smoke Show. Probably finds the right race today. And uh, if it's not today, then it just might not be for Tempest. So I reckon today she can get the job done. So we'll go race six, number 11, Tempest at $3.20 and $1.55. So race two, number six, and that's first innings. And race six, number 11, Tempest. Race two, number six, and then race six, number 11. And it's D-Day for Tempest in race number six. Butch, always love chatting to you, my friend. You'll have the Junket King back on when you talk to him next time. So uh, uh, I'll see you until until we chat again. Good man. Cheers, Miles. Butch Castle's there, all thanks to Racing New Zealand. And, um, well, thanks to uh, the racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Always brightens my day talking to this man also. His name's Chris Nelson. Hello to you, Chris O. Good morning, Milo. Great to chat. Hey, don't you like it? Like, you like it, but don't like it when you sit down to do a card and there's only six of them rather than eight or nine? I absolutely love it. <laughs> I can't tell you how much I enjoy it. I look at it and see there's 59 starters and think, oh, that's good. That's nice and easy. Different to a, a tenner at the Sunshine Coast on a Sunday afternoon, that's for sure. Before we get stuck in, I want to go straight to the end of the card. Race number six. Yep. This two wish. We were with it last time. We were, and look, I think she's short enough. Uh, the, the, the concern I've got around her is two starts back, she loomed up to win at 1,200, and she didn't quite get there. And then she was tiring late. I know she ran along at that last win, but she was tiring late at the end of 1,200 metres. Today is 1,350. Uh, I, have a, I just have this niggling doubt if there's something in this field that's going to be strong late. She might be a little bit vulnerable, but... I keep coming back to her because I can't find anything in the field that shows any sort of class. So I think she'll probably win. I wouldn't be jumping into the price and I wouldn't be surprised if there's something that was mowing her down late. That's my, that's my thoughts. And, and we love trial perverts, and I mean that respectfully. And, and Torabella um, yep. looked like, in the race before, looked like it's pretty handy at the trials also. Well, she's one of my better bets, Beautiful. Uh, Torabella. Yeah, she looked, she looked good at the sunny coast. That was a 1,000-metre trial, and, and she took a little bit of time to get to the leader. But when she did, she strode past, and then she cleared out and won convincingly. And this is 13.50, so you'd think that would suit her on debut. And just looking at... Um, uh, she was also nominated for a race over the weekend, a stronger race over the weekend. So the stable have obviously got her opinion of her. Uh, I'd like her to be a bit better priced than she is this morning, but I think she'll be hard to beat number 12. Yeah, I agree there. What else have you got for us at Ipswich today? Well, I only had the two. Torabella was one of them, so I'll throw this one in as well. And look, I think this one will run really well. Number 12 in race three, on the verb, uh, is a so-you-think filly. She's only had one start. She ran third at Eagle Farm over 1,400, and she was finding the line quite strongly. Now, she was a $91 shot, so you probably want to see her do it again. But I think with any sort of improvement or a similar type run from this gate, I think she's going to be hard to beat, even around Ipswich, which is a tighter track. As, as some of those fancied runners, the Golden Pair Edition and Electric Tigress, were scratched yesterday. 
it's opened this race right up and it's not overly strong. So I think out to this trip from the good gate, she looks as though she'll run it right out. Race three, number 12 on the verb. So they're my main two. Can I ask you on Whiskey Dream? I, I know... It's short enough. Uh, it, it opened around a dollar seventy-five out to a dollar ninety with Bet three six five. But this, uh, it's one of those races where I kept looking. Is it Quest for Quest the only danger? Maybe like it looks like it. It should be getting the job done. Maybe a multi builder for some. Yeah, well, the Quest for Quest comes out of a, a fifty-eight, goes into a class three down in the weights. That's a big key. But if you look at some of its form. It's only won two of 17, beaten the Texas and beaten the Dolby oh, yeah. in its last five starts. So you keep coming back to Whiskey Dream, Is BJ it, Graham. Yeah. yeah, it looks like the one for me in, in that race, but you can't sort of launch into the shorts, it's, but a lot of people may of have it races, in builders. Milo. Yeah, it is. It's one of those races where it should win and all the form says it should win and everything points to it but it's 1,690 metres around Ipswich. Anything could happen. <laughs> I fully agree there. Hey, Chris, I always love chatting to you. Do we have you on trackside today? Yes, so we'll be there. We don't start till, gee, 3.48 your time is our first race. Yep, well, so I'll still be here. I'll still be here, Are my friend. Trackside? Yep, no, trackside today. Till 6 o'clock your time? Yep, that's it. All right, will be a long day for you and uh, a quieter one for me. Only four races. There you go. Yep, mate, we'll be talking to you then. Thanks, Milo. Chris Nelson there. Thanks to racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. It is 9.30.30. Uh, it's news time. Miles Fitzner filling in for Gareth Hall. Shut up, Jacko. Filling in for Gareth Hall. Uh, a bag of tips continues on the other side of this with Simon Orchard as we have a look for the Greyhounds in New South Wales and Riley Morgan as we look to the West for a 12-race card. That's right, a 12-race card at Ascot. Welcome back. Bag of tips, sing styles, equipment, rentals. Look them up at ozequipment.com and the mighty Ultima Hotel in the best pub in the Mallee. All the wagering for Bet365. Miles Fitzner filling in for Gareth Hall just for one day only while the junket king lands in Saudi Arabia. I'll say that politely too. We love Gareth. Absolutely love Gareth. We love this man too. Thanks to the dogs.com.au, home of Greyhound Racing. I've missed him. Hopefully he's missed me. His name's Simon Orchard. Hello to you, Simo. <laughs> I have missed you, Milo. Great to hear your <laughs> voice this morning, mate. But gee whiz, hasn't G Hall lost touch with the common man? <laughs> oh, mate, he never had touch with the common man. Poor old G Hall. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's probably true, to be honest. But uh, how the other half lives, eh? That's exactly right. But look, well, we love him. But if you jump on a plane and go to Saudi Arabia to cover one ride, you must take all heat that comes your way. <laughs> Oh, power to him. If someone wants to pay to send him over there, then I hope he has a great time. I hope he doesn't get up any mischief. I reckon yeah. the Saudis would be pretty ruthless if he got up to trouble over there. Well, he thought. I think he thought he could go over there and have a beer, but he didn't realise that he can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and Aussie's worst nightmare. It's a wrong place for me to go. I can give you the tip. Hey, um, where, where are we racing, my friend? What have you got for me? I'm keen to have a, have a little bit of a bet on the New South Wales. I'm on trackside all day, right? This doesn't happen very often, so... What have you got for me today that I can I can read out live on air? <laughs> Sadly, I don't have anything for you today. Oh, they're all tonight. Tonight, right yeah, here. They're all tonight. Wenty Park. We're back at Wenty Park, Milo, for the first time 
In a while, on a Wednesday, the Richmond Carnival kicks off on Friday. So we've got the Heats, the Derby and the Oaks there this Friday, the final next Friday. So Wednesday Park gets Wednesday night racing for the next couple of weeks. Uh, you can throw these out to your listeners, though. 5-2 Fire Lighter at about 2.50 with Bet365. Pretty exciting young dog. He's out of the next litter by Freaky Tears. She threw Trooper, Trapper and Pearly Tears, as well as Like Wildfire, who I know has been a bit of an enigma, but... Between the four dogs, I've had 42 wins and more than $450,000 in prize money. So, Freaky Tears can certainly throw a good dog. And Firelighter looks like a really promising one as well. He won in 29.83 about 11 days ago. He won in 29.87 19 days ago. He claimed both races off the back of a really explosive first section. I think he's drawn perfectly to do it again. Milo, race five, number two, Firelighter, the best bet. Uh, and then race eight, number four, if you've got any money left over, Quantifiable, a dog that's been racing in top grade for what feels like forever now. She's just struggled to win in her last seven or eight, but I like the run behind her sister, Mortified, on the weekend. She ran well behind Nangar Jim in a heat of the Bulleye Cup about 10 days ago. Nangar Jim ran an absolute bottler in the final and just went under uh, in the last 50 metres. So I like race eight, number four, Quantifiable, to lead and win. We know Wentie Park favours the leaders, so we're going to back a couple that are going to get out on the arm today. 5-2, Firelighter, and 8-4, Quantifiable, the best tonight at Wentie. Oh, Simo, before I let you go, I got offered a share in a dog that I turned down, and the boys remind me all the time that I, I turned down. Nangar Larry, does he go any good? <laughs> Whoopsie. If only you had a do-over, my friend. I reckon at the moment, I say this uh, absolutely genuinely, he's the best sprinter. We've got in New South Wales right Oh, now, my so days. That makes me feel sick. <laughs> and you would have been in there with Mitchie Beer and uh, and Tom Papley having the time of your well, life. Well, that's, yeah, my good mate Willie Swale, they all, they, I, they when they bought the dog, they said, here, let's go. And I went, oh, look, I'm in another dog and I'm in horses. And I said, no, I got the text the other night, just won the Bulleye Cup, where are you at? And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you pulled the wrong rein Oh, don't you? It makes you feel sick, doesn't it? Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Hey, mate, appreciate appreciate you coming on as always. Look forward to punting on those dogs tonight. Have a great day, mate. Hooroo. Simon Orchard there from thedogs.com.au, the home of everything greyhound racing in New South Wales. Uh, this bloke's a jet, absolute jet. We turn our attention to Ascot. 12 race card. His name's Riley Morgan. Hello to you, Riley. Good morning, Milo. How are you? Very well. Thank you, mate. Um, very rarely does an Ascot card take me longer than anywhere else. And this took me twice the amount of time, um, certainly twice the amount of time it took me to do Ipswich. But this is an enormous card. Yeah, it certainly is, Milo. I'd happily not look at a form guide for another couple of weeks, mate, to be brutally honest with you. It was, uh, and it doesn't it doesn't make it any easier when the field size that they're about sort of 13, 14 horses either. But no, it certainly uh, certainly uh, was, was like pulling teeth once we got to the back end of it. But I still think we can find a few winners on, on what is a massive, massive program at Ascot today. Can I ask you just firstly if you've got a couple of these on top and see if I'm on the right track? Because I'd love to check off with you. Race one, number three, Sensational. Do you like it? Yeah, he looks hard to beat. Um, it just sort of comes down to, I guess, pretty warm day over here. Ascot can be a hard track to make ground of, make ground up at at the best of times. I'm interested to see if Chris Parnham can keep him a little bit closer and within striking distance in that opening event. But off the back of his last start win, he beat a, he ran down a pretty nice one there. He's got some ability, that's for sure. I think that he does look the one to beat race number one. And I want to check off this in case it multis up, but race five, number two, Sass Machine, Matty Derrick in... First up here off the back of a couple of like little sort of brush ups. Yeah, she's she's an incredibly fast horse. It's a I guess it's a flight query. It's been a month since her most recent jump out to getting into the races, but 
the, the both those jump outs have looked incredibly sharp. Um, she's the kind of horse, Milo. She'll be in front by three, four lengths leading into the straight, and then she'll give a good kick off the bend. And it might not be the easiest of watches over the final 50 metres, as she can get very, very tired. But I think she should have enough of a break on them to, to sort of be able to pinch it. And, of course, the challenge stakes on there today, race 10. Can a lot of good men upset investment strategy? That's the way I've gone, Milo. Yes. Uh, they're, the clear, they're, they're the clear class of the feature. I'm siding up with you with a lot of good men. Got the run under the belt on his side and gets three kilos in his favour on their runs back in the spring in the Faritha Stakes, which investment strategy won, where the margin there was only a length, Milo, and a lot of good men I thought was unlucky not to have finished closer. So he, while he didn't get a race run to suit and clearly needed it in the Breeders' Classic first up this campaign, I like the fact that we could go on here and think we're going to see a much better, better version here, a very classy three-year-old in a lot of good men. Investment strategy is a clear danger, and rushing to the bar is a nice progressive horse who I think gets a really good timing of this sort of test with the way that he's going for Luke Fernie. This high-priced yielding has really come of age. His campaign is racing really well, but a lot of good men on top for me in the listed challenge stakes, the feature of the day there, Milo, as well. What else have you got for us today, my friend? Uh, my best bet on the program, race two, number 14. So Natia, this horse uh, for Luke Fernie, won't be missed by the replay watchers with her run on debut. She drew right wide. She navigated a, a stack of traffic in the straight after still being still being last on straightening with one was one was tailed off a long way off the chase off the chasing pack and she really surged through late to snatch third without really being fully tested after there was good really good support for her in the betting despite being first up off that wide gate. So I think off that she stood up to fourteen hundred metres here second up and I think if Chris can find her some cover here from the gate off after scratching she comes here to barrier eight. There looks to be enough questionable speed in the race for her to gun these down. I think she looks still a little bit green off the way she raced uh, first up, but she looked very talented. So I made my best bet on the program, race two, number 14, so in the tyre. And a couple of odds later on in the program, Milo, the final two races of the day, race 11, number two, Banks Avenue, at around that $16 quote. This horse has been going super for Jenna Paletti all campaign, and I think this looks a, a winnable race. He's been building, comes through a key form reference for this last start behind our nemesis, and he didn't get a great deal of room to move in the straight. And thought he got badly tightened for room over the final 100 metres when going straight past Forever Classic. So he's $5 here, opposed to the $16 you're getting for Banks Avenue. So I think if Brandon Louis can blend in with some cover midfield. He's a nice price at genuine double-figure odds. Race 11, number two, Banks Avenue. And race 12, number seven, Icebergs. Uh, off his first, off his trial and his first up run. I think this horse has returned in very good order for Mitch Pateman. Got to the line first up in a Saturday three-year-old race which has already proven a strong form reference. Super at 1,400 metres in a, a very slowly run race. It was dominated by those on speed with the second horse a premium girl. Arguably one of the most impressive wins we've seen in the West for quite some time. Last weekend at Pinjarra, he's got this horse. He's got some versatility, Milo, with most of the the key speed influences coming across from out wide. I think if he steps cleanly, Holly Watson should be able to to push him forward and lob in a, a lovely spot. I think he's he's very much suited up to the mile. He's on a derby a derby prep, and I think should only improve for having that run under the belt. So race twelve, number seven, Iceberg's a nice each way play to round out the day in the last as well. Happy I'll line up with you, Riley. You've been seeing them beautifully, my friend. Uh, appreciate your time this morning. You're a jet, and we'll chat later on. Always a pleasure to chat, Milo. We'll speak again soon. Riley Morgan there with his tips for the 12 race card. You heard that correctly. 12 race card at Ascot featuring the Challenge Stakes. And both got a lot of good men on top, but I think you can get some money there early with Sensational Race 1, number 3, and Race 2, number 14. That is uh, the end of Bag of Tips. Thanks to Oz Equipment Rentals, supplying equipment to the construction, mining, and roadworks industries 
ozequipment.com. That's ozequipment.com and the Ultima Hotel in the heart of the Mallee, just down the road from Swan Hill. Just swing by and have a cold beer. See Shane and the team and have a nice cold one. I'm sure it'll be very, very warm up there in the Mallee today. All of our wagering syncs to Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. And remember, unmissable greyhound racing with the Australian Cup Saturday night at the Meadows. If you didn't see the winner, Palawa King, Mitchabay's bet of the year, wowee. If you're not into greyhound racing at the moment, I don't know when you will be. 